0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Rebecca F., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Monday, November 24, 2014. Today we are reading from the big book, and we are in Chapter 1, Bill's story, on page 13, the fourth paragraph beginning with, I was to test my thinking. Today's readers are, reading the OA12 Steps is Nicole S., reading the OA12 Traditions is Rabia, and reading the literature are Scotty K., Chelsea H., and Devorah S. The share ID for Sunday, November 23rd, is 7057, OA Preamble. I will now ask Nicole S. to read the
1: OA Twelve Steps. Hi, this is Nicole. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Colorado. Um, the Twelve Steps: Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three Praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Nicole S.
0: I will now ask Rabia to read the OA 12 traditions.
2: Good morning, my dear fellow travelers. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group would never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. 8. O readers Anonymous should remain forever nonprofessional, but our service centers may employ special workers. 9. OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. O readers Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues.
0: Press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book in Chapter 1, Bill's Story, on page 13, the fourth paragraph, beginning with, I was to test my thinking. Will Scotty K. please get us
3: started by reading that one paragraph? Scotty, press star 1 to unmute. Scotty K., I know you're there because you said hello this morning to me.
0: Scotty Kay, can you press star 1 to unmute? Okay, Chelsea, would you be able to read that paragraph?
4: Okay, Rebecca, can you hear me?
0: Sure. Thank you, Great. Thank
4: you. You're welcome, and thank you for your service. Glad to hear you. I was to test my thinking by the new God consciousness within. then All right, he's
5: back. It's I kept hitting star one and I heard nothing, so I had to hang up and call back. I'm so sorry.
6: Okay. Um, No, I got it.
5: Good morning, family. My name is Scott. Gratefully recovered compulsive overeater in New York City. Um, Bill's story, the fourth paragraph down, page thirteen. I was to test my thinking by the new God consciousness within. Common sense would thus become uncommon sense. I was to sit quietly when in doubt, asking only for direction and strength to meet my problems as he would have me. Never was I to pray for myself, except as my requests bore upon my usefulness to others. Then only might I expect to receive, but but that would be in great measure." Um, okay, I'm a little hopped up. I apologize. I got, you know, these these phones are technology and sometimes technology isn't perfect. Um, and neither am I. Or um, my name is Scott. As I said, gratefully recovered compulsive overeater in New York City. Um, thanks to the fellowship of Overeaters Anonymous, my higher power, who I choose to call God. And the 12 steps, which, of course, I learned through the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, I haven't found it necessary to compulsively overeat or act on my food behaviors in over 11 and three quarter years. And I um, am currently maintaining over 300 pound weight release. Um, it's funny, I, I, you know, Leia and I talk about like, oh, Scott, what's, what do you want to read or this or that? And, and I lobbied for this, this little paragraph, And again, I, you know, I feel weird lobbying for anything. But if, if I'm going to be asked, you know, what do I want to share on it, in the entire paragraph of an entire chapter of Bill's story? This one paragraph just touches on so much. And, you know, um, without going into all the egghead stuff, because I only have three minutes. Um, so many people ask me, what the heck is, does, does uh, common sense becoming uncommon sense? And, you know, the easiest way I can explain it was, in the past, it was common sense for me to hurt myself. It was, I know, physically, it might have been more painful to stuff thousands and thousands of calories down my throat, and to get bloated and, and spend hours Uh, holding my stomach because of all the pain. And, and, and it was, you know, easier to be penniless because I would buy so much food and then just, or steal from restaurants and stores and do all sorts of things to get food. Whereas uncommon sense in the past, you know, was to not do it and to be healthy. Today, it's the opposite to where, yeah, you know what? The first thought that comes into my head is always the disease thought. It just really is. I know God talks through me and I've I've been doing this for over a couple of decades, but I've learned that the first thought is a disease. So when the first thought says, well, you know, why don't you just go there and eat? I'm just wired to do that. You know, I know I'm recovered. I know God has come in and, and, and fixed everything and changed things, but I'm still a human being and I still have, I still have, a, a, self-will. And when, when my disease wants to take over, it can certainly do that. But only when I give it the second thought, because the first thought is a disease, the second thought I'm responsible for. So I've learned that when I don't listen to that first thought, and then touch on the God consciousness, which has grown over the years and realize that that uncommon sense was to not compulsively over to trust in God, to do all these things in the beginning for any newcomers out there. It's not easy. This stuff is not easy. You know, the next page, the first paragraph will be simple, but not easy. The bottom line is that, that it, it grew, you know, it's, it's a growing thing and and something that's not easy at first, but then all of a sudden becomes a working part of the mind as we'll read later on. Um, when we get, when we get into the chapters, um, uh, so, you know, so right now it's sort of like, for me, the world was moving in a counterclockwise way, whereas the rest of the human race was just eating normally, drinking normally, uh, having normal sex, maybe gambling every once in a while. But for me, I just did, did these things to excess and hurt myself. So I needed to move clockwise like the rest of the universe, but the only way I could do that is with God in my life. So that said, so I needed to turn my clock um, clockwise as opposed to counterclockwise, and that was the uncommon sense for me. Let's see, and what else? Um, I'm probably already done with my time, but I, you know, the, the other major thing here was never was I to pray for myself, and I'm sure all you guys will be sharing this. So you don't need me to say it, but the bottom line is whenever I prayed for myself, I got nothing. I always got hurt and, you know, I, I, it would always be God, please, if you can just take this stomach ache away from me or God, please, you know, take the, this guy who, who I stole from in his store, have him not please pull out a baseball bat and break my legs. You know, God, please, God, 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 whereas today it's. God, please help this person, they're sick, they're suffering, they need help. Um, God, please give this person everything that they need, help this, you know, let this, let this. And I pray for all these other people, and in doing so, I get rewarded. Um, And if I pray for myself, it's only to say, you know, God, please help me, give me the words to say to get this person off the ledge and not fill themselves with with 5,000 calories right now, you know, et cetera, et cetera um that's my time uh sorry i'm all hopped up i apologize look forward to hearing from you guys love you bye
0: thank you scotty k would anyone like to share on this paragraph
4: could
3: Could i share
7: yes this is amy Anne marie mara and paula and amy
0: Okay, so I heard Sue G, Amy G, Anne Marie, Mara, Paula. I also heard someone named Amy. Is that Amy G or a second Amy?
7: Oh, beg your pardon. No, it's still Amy G. I didn't know you caught me at first.
0: Yeah. Okay, and then there was someone who said, Can I share? Did they say their name among these five?
3: This is Kim, Amy. I hear that I Mara. See.
0: Kim, did you want to share? Yeah. Okay, Okay. There. let's go with these six. Go ahead, Suji.
7: Hi, can you hear me? Yes, Suji. Oh, good. I never know when my mute button is working or not. Anyway, I'm grateful for my mute button so I can shut up too. And uh, this is Suji recovered in the city of sisterly and brotherly love. And I want to share some more gratitude. So we'll go with
8: I was to test my thinking by the new God consciousness within. Well,
7: this morning, I got to my God consciousness by doing my 10th and 11th steps. So I'm ready for this meeting now. Yes. And today is a day of great gratitude for me. It's November 24th, 2014, the 30th birthday of my third child, the one that was the shock but not the surprise after we adopted two, um, five years after the adoption of the first one in two months, We had the third one. And I am so grateful. After six to seven years, six years, I guess, of infertility, we hatched an egg. We had one. And and I remember the day very well, let me assure you, because we don't forget it. But we do forget some of our pain, which is good. So, So the baby comes out, normal delivery. Everything's dandy, except that I'm 38 and exhausted. And my husband is 40, and he's had it he's been there listening to me bitch for the last day and he's been a trooper he he did his Lama's work he was great so i nursed the little nursling and i'm telling you about it and even the guys can listen to this my daughter kills me when i mentioned that she was my nursling and that i loved it i loved every minute of it but i did and i'm sure you understand and uh And my husband said, okay, you're alive, the baby's alive, I'm going home to set up my new Macintosh computer. He, the uh, the former math grad student turned doctor, he had to go home and set up his Macintosh computer. And I went, poor me, my husband went to set up the Macintosh, he's into computers, and here I am with my baby, oh joy. And it was joy. And it was joy that he helped and supported me. And it was joy that we had a support system. And it was joy that I had this little baby who who was a little bald blonde kid who got dressed up in the au pair's mother's gift from Ireland. She sent little velvet dresses with linen tops, beautiful embroidered. And my little bald blonde baby who didn't look as much Hello. as my husband and me. I will stop in a second. I'm so happy. <laughs>
0: Hello. hello, Hello. whoever's saying hello, that's totally inappropriate. Sue, please go ahead. Okay. Um, so I so anyway, I, I was just
7: filled with gratitude that this happened to us, to us, and I am so filled with gratitude to be committed to be committed to the meetings, to be committed to my 12 steps to be committed to getting up in the morning and doing a tenth and eleventh step. 10 plus 11 equals 1, which equals 12. Yes, and I didn't learn that at MIT. I learned that in 12-stepping. Thanks for letting me share,
8: and I pass.
0: Thank you, Suji. Um, Whoever said hello, did you want to share after the list of people who have already given their names? OK. The next person is Amy G.
7: Good morning. Good morning. My name is Amy. I'm a compulsive overeater recovered from Maryland. Uh, Good morning, everyone on the line. And um, I would suggest my thinking by the new God consciousness within common sense would thus become um, uncommon sense. You know, my sponsor used to say to me all the time, all right, Amy, we need to remember that our thinking got us here. And the reality is we need to start talking program to ourselves instead of listening to ourselves. The idea of testing this guide consciousness. How was I going to think and act? You know, the food was down and working the steps. And this is, you know, what Bill was talking about in the prior paragraph of what he was going to have to do. He that meant start working this program and be having this personality change sufficient to bring about recovery. So, you know, in step three, I turned my will and my life over. To God, And then I start doing these steps, these working steps of four through nine. And in that process, I am developing a God consciousness that Bill is talking about. And so this one idea of common sense thus becomes uncommon sense. And then it follows with, I sit quietly when in doubt, asking only for direction and strength to meet my problems as he would have me. I mean, talk about different thinking. That was not the way I was thinking prior to program at all. I was impulsive, compulsive, and I didn't think before I acted at all. And my only reaction for me was to stick food down my throat. So when we say common sense becomes uncommon sense and to sit quietly, that was a novel concept for me to be actually to sit still and to think before I acted, to ask God for guidance. And for a long time, because I was initially only willing to believe in that the power of those who recovered, And the program, because I was still working through that whole agnosticism, but we've talked about that last week. We only had to have a willingness to believe. I was calling people on the phone going, this is what I'm thinking of doing. What do you think? I was calling recovered people. It was strongly suggested, particularly for any major decision, was to pick up the phone and call those who had gone before and ask them, was this a sane thought? And quite often, What I still thought was common sense was not common sense. You know, it says in the big book that twisted thinking doesn't vanish in a twinkling. Um, I think I might have butchered that, but it's something along those lines. And that my thinking still needed quite a bit of transformation as I crossed through. I was not struck sane in my thinking after step three. There was quite a process as I worked through the steps. And I always asked God, I tried to stop and thankful for I acted and I quite often, always, asked someone who had recovered. You know, God was skin on. Talk to recovered folks. My sponsor could not say it enough. Repetition is the father of learning. I had to make that habit of sitting still and being quiet instead of impulsively jumping into action. My motto was like, go, 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 girl. And in some ways that served me well in program. So in other ways it did not serve me at all because That go, go, go came with no thought whatsoever. And as I learned and tested this God consciousness, I would say, God, are you there? I don't know, but this is what I'm thinking. And then I'd pick up the phone and I would talk to someone in the program. And, again, the comment on the never was I to pray for myself except when requests bore on my usefulness to others, my my prayers and my prayers still today are always ending with thy will, not mine, be done. I can't honestly tell you I don't sometimes pray for specifics, but I always say, God, thy will, not mine, be done, because I have learned through repetition and what this program has done for me that God's will for me is always better, whether it doesn't even seem like common sense to me, that God's will has always been better than mine, and whenever I serve others, I always come out the winner. I mean, he says here, But that would be in great measure. Only might I receive when I was useful to others. That would come in great measure. And that has been true for me always. Whenever I look outside of myself and try to help others, I am always receiving. I am always receiving. The miracle of this program is that we can't keep it if we don't give it away. And he understands that here, that we have to look at our usefulness to others. This program is about to carry the message. And um, that's enough out of me.
3: Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, and I'll pass. thank you, Anne Marie. Anne Marie, press. Hi, on. this is, yeah, is Anne Marie. It took me a little,
7: little bit. Thank you so much <laughs> for your service. Um, this is Anne Marie M. Uh, recovered in South Carolina. Um, yeah, I too. I love this paragraph. Um, and. There's, um let's turn the page here um page fourteen um that question a lot of people question that you know we can't um uh I'm sorry it's page thirteen we can't pray for ourselves, and a lot of people had a um misunderstanding and I don't know if it's a misunderstanding, but it's difficult to understand why can't I pray for myself because you know throughout the book um we are taught to pray and to get close to God. This is what I've I've learned um, to get a great relationship with God. And so, if I have a relationship with Him, I feel like I can ask Him anything. But when I pray, I pray. I'm learning, and I have learned, and I do this often, is to pray for His will, like it was said, Thy will be done, and. That uh, whatever happens for me, that, you know, if I get sober so that I can be of service to others, if I get abstinent so that I can be of service to others. Um, So my prayer can be for myself, but it's so that I can be a blessing to others and to be service to others. So that's how I understand that. The um, uh, uh, common sense would thus become uncommon sense. And what was common sense to me is whenever I felt, or well, I did, sometimes I didn't even know I was feeling. I just wanted to eat. I just wanted to eat. I had no idea I had these underlying character defects coming up that I needed to numb myself. So for me, that was just very common, just common sense. Just dig into the food and don't feel. The other, um, but now I know, when I have some uncomfortable feelings, I have tools to use i can i live in ten eleven and twelve I call someone you know i i ask God to remove whatever's going on with me and I discuss it with someone very simple. this program is very simple. I do not have to numb my feelings anymore um that just gave me a hangover and did not make me feel good um, the process of calling someone and, and allowing myself to feel is not always uncomfortable but the outcome is so much better I feel peace I get to know myself a little bit better and I get more um, connected with God and I get connected with another fellow um, the other common sense um, is in character defects and I'll just um, use the, the um The example of gossiping. Um, It used to be common sense just um, to want to mingle with the other girls at work, you know, charisma, you know, get involved and be a part of the conversation and talk about whoever wasn't working, (laughs) you know. And and I felt a part of that way. It doesn't feel good now. I have that God consciousness within, and
3: that's on page um, eighty-six. the um is it page eighty six or page
7: eighty four? Um I I lost it. Um it is page eighty five. Um it is the I, I have it written as the last promise of the tenth step. To some extent we have become God conscious. We have begun to develop Begun to develop this vital sixth sense. It's ongoing. So I have that God consciousness within it. Within. So now when I go into the break room and they're all chatting about someone, my out of my mouth wants to say, "Who are you talking about?" But I I don't feel comfortable. It doesn't feel like common sense. It's it's it, it has become uncommon for me to engage in that kind of behavior. So um, these are the changes that the 12 Steps has done for me, not only with my eating and my behavior with food, but with my my character also and my character defects. Um, Thank you very much. I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Anne-Marie. I'm going to remind people to try to pay attention to the time.
3: Mara, you're next. Hello, this is, is it my turn? It's Mara? Yes, Mara. Hi, thank you. Thank you for your service. My name is Mara. I'm
7: anorexic and a compulsive overeater in Chicago. You know, this first sentence, I was to test my thinking. Number one, I never tested my thinking. I was, I vacillated either between never testing my thinking because I always knew what I was doing because I wasn't going to trust anybody or by this new God consciousness within or by taking a poll um, when i gave my first ninth step to my brother he said he thought i could go down this major street in chicago and take a poll about which shoe to tie first because i would be a poll taker once i realized after only trusting my thinking that it was off base but then this whole idea of going within and that god is there now that is foreign that's foreign territory for me and then then just I'll wrap up with, and then we're told right in the last sentence, but that we might expect to receive in great measure then. And even that, to go to God and pray for decisions I need to make and trust that I will receive, that's not common sense for me. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Mara. Paula?
8: Oops. Hello, this is Paula. I am a compulsive over eater today, recovered by the grace of God. And thank you for your service, Rebecca, today. You know, three minutes. Here is a lifetime in this paragraph. But three minutes I will take gladly and happily. It says here, and I'm going to zero in on this line. you scoot on down to I, I was to sit quietly when in doubt. I was never in doubt. I was never in doubt. I was like a train coming down the track. Maybe the wrong track, but that's where I was. But to sit quietly, there was a miracle. When in doubt, asking only for direction and strength, I didn't know the way. That's what the 12 steps do. They guided me along the way. And the strength, I couldn't do it on my own. It wasn't possible. They're the second step. How beautifully. To meet my problems, oh, they're still there. Yeah, but I could meet them today, not run away from them as he would have me. They're the transformation, the I no longer, as he would have me. But I just want to end with being mindful of the time. Then only might I expect or see, but that would be in great measure. How does that happen when I'm praying for others and not myself? On 129, the same thing. He may not see at once that he has barely scratched a limitless load, which will pay dividends only if he mines it for the rest of his life and insists on giving away the entire product, all the gold given away, but yet the dividends more than enough, all the prayers said for another, and, oh, dear, the dividends more than enough for one such as I. I thank you for allowing me this time, and with that I do pass in gratitude.
0: Thank you, Paula. Kim? Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning, all. My name is Kim G, and I'm a
7: recovered compulsive overeater from South Jersey. I was to test my thinking by the new God consciousness within. You know, I've been in L.A. for decades, and if someone said, well, have you worked the steps? Yeah, 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 I did them three years ago. I did them six months ago. And when we test our thinking, part of my problem was I thought you did the steps, and then you stopped. Once you got that relief, you stopped. You know, it's kind of like I think of the, the analogy be if I went to nursing school for four years and then I get my certificate, I get, take my boards, I pass, and then I never go in the hospital. I never actually practice what I went to school in. And that's the same thing I was doing with the steps. I would do them and then I would stop. So testing my God consciousness within is I am actively working steps 10, 11, and 12. I don't know if you've heard that old joke, but I'm a, I'm a teabag Christian. I only pray when I'm in hot water. And that's what I would do. I'd only do these steps when I would get restless, irritable, discontent enough that I was one bite away and I was, the, the, as was said in my area, the tiger was in the cage stalking me. And by that point, the mental twist was in there and I'd pick up again. So I need to test this thinking. I need to actively work these steps if I want to, remain relieved from that obsession of the mind you know we're taught in the doctor's opinion that men and women drink essentially because they like the effect produced by alcohol that's why i ate i needed that effect i needed that relief i couldn't stand being made but just because i stopped eating doesn't mean i don't need an effect and i chase that effect now in the steps i chase that effect in, in my relationship with a higher power i chase that effect in working with others. And let me tell you, the effect of God, the effect of living in these steps, and specifically the effect of working with others is a better high than I ever got from any food that I've ever eaten. So that's what they're letting us know here. Bill didn't just do this and then stop. He made it a part of his life. He made it a part of the fabric of his life. I love the line on page 88 where it says, we, we alcoholics are undisciplined. So we let God discipline us in the simple way we've just outlined. And what did they just outline? They outline the steps. The simple way I heard it recently in a meeting is step 10 is our daily contact with recovered people. I still can't trust my mind. Step 11 is my daily ta- contact with God. Step 11 is a morning routine evening routine and pausing throughout the day. And step 12 is my daily contact with the still suffering. If I do that on a daily basis, if I test my thinking by living in 10, 11, and 12, I have the ability to stay recovered one day at a time, permanently, the rest of my life. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Kim. This is Rebecca, and I'd like to share on this paragraph. I'm so moved by what everyone has said. And... um, I'm looking back at the previous paragraph and remembering that this is Bill describing steps 10 and 11. Um, He's just reflecting on having been through step 9 and gotten recovered. And um, it reminds me of myself and um, how I now test my thinking uh, with the new God consciousness within I'm constantly now in a place where I ask God to direct my attention to what He would have me be. And um, as far as common sense would thus become uncommon sense, you know, before I worked these steps and got in touch with how I'd hurt other people and felt resentment toward them, as it refers to in the prior paragraph. I would justify, my common sense told me to justify my hurt feelings and to justify that I have good reason to be resentful of others. And this program turned me around and taught me that that's uncommon sense, that what's common sense is that if I don't clean up my side of the street and take responsibility for hurting other people and for being resentful towards other people, I'm going to be a wreck. I'm going to be i I'm going to continue to compulsively overeat because I'm discontent and I'm restless and I'm irritable. So, um, now I own up and, um, ask God to help me do that. Um, And now that is starting to become common sense in my life. And as far as um, not praying for myself, uh, you know, I say the third step prayer so much. And I just want to remind everyone, take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. I get to pray for God to remove my difficulties but not for my own personal gain so that I can tell other people how great my life is now and they'll be attracted to what I have like a moth to a flame. They'll bear witness to what God is doing for me that I could never do for myself and they'll want it too, so they'll ask me for help, and I'll be able to share my experience, strength, and hope with them that they may recover too. And with that, I'll pass. Why don't we move on to the next paragraph, Chelsea H., could you read at the bottom of 13, my friend promised that one paragraph to the top of 14.
4: Thank you, Rebecca, and thank you for your service. Um, This is Chelsea. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater for today. My friend promised when these things were done, I would enter upon a new relationship with my creator, that I would have the elements of a way of living which answered all my problems. Belief in a power of God plus enough willingness, honesty, and humility to establish and maintain the new order of things were the essential requirements. So this information here is saying to me that once I establish a relationship with power, because that's the goal that I was after, that I'll have the elements that I can take care of situations as they arrive, and that the requirements that are a must, willingness, honesty, and humility, all things that I lacked before I really gave and surrendered myself over to this process completely. And then the reason that I'm establishing and utilizing those qualities, those type of behaviors, is because I need to maintain, to keep it up, the new order of things. I've been rearranged. I've had emo- t- total upheavals. I have had been rocketed into this dimension, which sometimes myself wants to dart in and out of. I want to go back to the worldly clamor sometimes, and I find that um, when I employ these different um, ways of behaving, my actions, when I get the willingness, the honesty, and the humility, I had to put that in place this morning. Um, I was doing my meditation and all the lights and electricity and everything went out. So my initial instinct, as um, Scotty shared too, was so uh, lovely, was to disease mode. I immediately went into, and I was meditating. (laughs) <laughs> and immediately, self jumps in. Oh, everything's going wrong. You have jobs that are due this morning. You're supposed to read on the line. So immediately, I pumped my brakes because I was going so fast, I couldn't stop. I had to first slow down, and then I paused. I didn't do anything, and then I reached out. <clears throat> excuse me to Leia, and I'm just so grateful. Dee, Dee spoke through her. You know, I call my divine director Didi. Dee, Dee. Dee, Dee spoke through her and just said, "Chill a minute. There are things we can do." And the text I got back from her was the message. I wasn't going to be. I wasn't tell a second reader. So that put calmness in place. Then I had to figure out my next steps. But my point is, is that by implementing that pause, by exercising the humility that I'm, I'm, you know, I need help right now, and turning to my divine director for it, being still. Being still, I got answers. So that testing the new thinking, as Kim shared, was is putting, implementing it every single day. I've been practicing these principles, and I have a belief. I have a belief because I've established relationship with power, and I'm so grateful that I was able to do that because of the earlier information as I then understood him, hum, humildly, humbly offering myself to whatever the source is greater than me. And by this point, I've already been given the okay that it can be whatever my conception of it is. And the spiritual experience reconfirms this for me, and um, it speaks about how we tap this inner resource, which they presently identify with their own conception of a power greater than themselves. So I'm able to really embrace this way of living and test the thinking of it, sometimes minute by minute throughout the day. And I'm really grateful for that, and I'm grateful and thankful for everybody who had something to do with making this book possible, but I'm mainly thankful to Jimmy B. To me, it saved my life as he as we understood him. So thanks for letting me share. Pass.
0: Thank you, Chelsea H. Who would like to share on this paragraph?
4: I would like to share. Bella, can I Leah.
9: Right. Sorry?
0: <laughs> okay, I heard Vasa, Bella, Leah, and Larry, and there may have been others, but I don't know if we'll have time. So let's Lisa start in with there also. Lisa also, if there's time. Thank you, Vasa. Go right ahead.
10: Was I called yet?
0: Vasa? Yes, Vasa.
3: Yeah. Thank
10: you, thank you, Rebecca. Okay, I was nice. muting and unmuting, so I couldn't hear you. Go ahead, okay, thank you for your service, Rebecca and I'm Vasa o calling from um, Florida compulsive recovering person. I'm so grateful to be here today and there is no graduation uh for me in from the program or from doing the steps uh I do them in on a daily basis. I'm not perfect. I mess up. And I have a guardian of my own understanding that he forgives me and says, Try again, Rasa. Thank God I can try again. But anyways, I started having a relationship with God when I surrendered with the food and put my food in God's hand. And I said, God, I can't do this anymore. So that's when I started having that relationship, personal relationship with God. And uh, for me, I'm going to go a little bit, the paragraph before this. I don't want to take too much time. Uh, what I thought common sense was not common sense years ago. You know, I was like a crazy woman now with the holidays. I came October 25th, 1986, and I was, you know, I mean, Thanksgiving is coming coming up. The craziness I was years ago, I can't believe it, oh my God. I'd be cooking and cleaning and entertaining for days I'm trying to be this perfect, best cook, and you know, just, just to be the perfect, you know, hostess, and I used to drive myself crazy, and my husband hated, you know, because he, you know, he would see the craziness in me, and he sees the sanity in me today. I don't do that anymore. Thank you, God. My, I'm running out of batteries, but. Um, I I started praying at the beginning for myself, you know, please, God, keep me abstinent so I can be useful to other people, you know. I don't think it's selfish to pray for myself because if I didn't have God in my life, I'd be dead today, so I needed to get on my knees and surrender to God and ask him to please help me. But I always say the third prayer, you know, when I was doing the fourth and the fifth step, you know, I always God, I offer myself to do it with me. To, you know, I I still do it on a daily basis, and this is a continuing uh, process for me. You know, with um, everything I go through, you know, with the struggles, I remember praying to God, please give me the strength, give me the courage, give me the wisdom, and wisdom to go through these difficult times, and I'm just so grateful where I am. I have a peaceful, joyful uh, life today, and I'm so grateful for that, and I would be a crazy woman if, I was, if I'm not doing what I'm doing, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Vasa. Bella?
11: Thank you. Good morning. My name is Bella G, and I'm a thankful recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, Rebecca, for doing this service, and thank you very much, everybody on the line. That I would have the elements of a way of living which answered all my problems, and It starts with my friend promised. Yes, it's a promise. And if it's happening to me, it will happen to you too. It's a promise. Yes, before the program, my life was based on my ego, on my power, on my control. And it's like it says in the, in the, Paragraph before common sense would thus become uncommon sense. Yes, my life was everything what what I was making and thinking and behaving. It was a common sense, and yes, I was looking for answers, but I knew I knew that it because. Either because of people, if only, if only I would grow in a different society, if only I would live in a different place, if only I would have different parents, then the answer is right there. Or maybe something is wrong with me, if I would have more willpower, if I would do exactly what people are asking me, and this was the common sense, now... Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that I am in the program. Yes, I live a life that answered all my problems, and my problems are based on my power and my control. Today, I am not living under my power. Today, I am connected to God to the power of acceptance and love. And today, if I have a resentment, I live free. A fear free person. Today, I am checking myself. Oh, Bella, toes. You have a resentment. What does it mean about me? Today, I am living a life that it's not according to my power or my control. Because today I accept and admit that I am powerless. I have a power to choose, to choose the right choice one day at a time. And now I am choosing to be connected to the power of acceptance and love, the power of God. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Bella. Leah.
9: Thanks so much, Rebecca. Good morning, everybody. Leah and Recovered Compulsive Overeater. My friend promised when these things were done, I would enter upon a new relationship with my creator, that I would have the elements of a way of living, which answered all my problems. Yeah, I mean, as a result of these steps, um, you know, we're transformed. You know, the previous paragraph talked about a God consciousness You know, the consciousness that created the problem of compulsive overeating for me can't be the same consciousness that solves the problem. And as a result of these 12 steps, I'm now offered God consciousness. You know, I'm offered a way of life, you know, a way of living. Steps 10, 11, and 12 are a way of living. You know, I was once hearing a speaker who said, the program of recovery and the 12 steps enhances my life. And I thought, that's nice, Uh, But I don't agree with that statement for me. You know, program of recovery, these 12 steps, a lifestyle of step 10, 11, and 12, it doesn't just enhance my life. It is my life. (laughs) It is my life. You know, the whole program, the whole purpose of the program is this conscious contact. The point of this program is to take my thinking to a different level because it's my thinking Uh, That is most disturbing to me. And our whole reality only exists in our mind. But what if I can take my thinking to a higher level? What if I can transcend my self-absorption and self-centeredness and take it to a level of God consciousness? Because the reality is that my life managed by me is unmanageable. So these steps, living in steps 10, 11, and 12, because my real problem was living. I had a problem with living, right? The steps uh, open this channel uh, so that I can get a correct perspective in, on the world, you know, so that can come in. I need to open my mind and my heart, much like a parachute. It don't, they only open work when they're open. So these steps, you know, the way of life, these This program means that I have an opportunity and a responsibility to live at the center of my being, that profound center that I uh, am able to tap into when I make a decision not to be shallow, not to be content to just rest on the surface of my life, but to live out of the depths of my being, because it's in those depths where I find God. It's in those depths. And how do I get to those depths? through living a life based on 10, 11, and 12. That, that, that allows me to keep from drowning in self-absorption and focuses instead my attention on the fact that I have a purpose in life which transcends my personal desires because I have a new employer. I have a new employer, and that's uh, where I want to live today. And with that, I pass things.
3: Thank you, Leah. Larry?
0: Larry, press star one.
3: Okay, how about Lisa then?
6: Hi, good morning, Rebecca. Good morning, um, my fellows. This is Lisa Renee from Willingboro, New Jersey, recovered. Grateful to be here this morning i um i didn 't think I was going to share <laughs> I started doing something else i didn 't think I'd have time um, but anyway, I would enter upon a new relationship with my creator that I would have the elements of a way of living which answered all my problems. You know it took me a long time to get this program and to recover because of my arrogance um I thought you know nobody could tell me anything about my relationship with God. I already had a relationship with God. I was already spiritual, I had done all this you know all these different spiritual paths and work, and um, what could you possibly add to my spiritual understanding and It wasn't until I was pummeled by this disease that I was willing to believe that, you know, maybe, maybe there was something here. And once I began to believe in this power and trust it and humble myself, my whole world changed. And it's interesting that you don't, well, for me, I can't really see all the, the differences, but a friend pointed out to me, Yesterday, you're a totally different person, and it's nothing I did. It's just giving myself over to God and to this way of life. You know, I don't graduate from the steps and then go off and do my business. This, like Leia was saying, this is my life. Living in 10, 11, and 12 is my life today, and I am so grateful that God gave me another chance to have a life. Because not everybody comes back. Thank you for allowing me to share.
0: Thank you, Lisa. Larry, are you on the line? Did you want to share? Hi,
12: I am Rebecca. Can you hear me okay?
0: Yes. Go right ahead. Okay, okay. I'll go make ahead.
12: a I'll make a short one, real short one. Uh, thank you, Rebecca, for your service. Larry, recovered compulsive reader from Chicago. Um, you know, it, it's uh, promises. Um, I didn't keep promises. I made a whole lot of promises. Promises didn't mean a whole lot to me. You know, when I came into this program, people kept them, people broke them. You know, when we talk about a promise here. I can look someone in the eye today and I can tell them, I can guarantee them and promise them that if they they follow this practical program of action, that they will change. I don't know how God will change them. Only God knows. Only the God of, of their understanding knows how they'll change them. But I know because it's happened to me. It's a it's a moving from a, a self-centered existence to a God-centered existence. That's what this program does. And all, all the while, I thought it was just about putting the food down. I didn't come here to have a spiritual awakening. That's what I got. So uh, I'll take it and uh, thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous. With that, I'll pass. Thank you.:
0: Thank you, Larry. And thank you to everyone who has shared. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Devorah
3: S. please read, A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Hi, this is Devora. Hi, good morning, everybody. I am a um, devourer in New Jersey, compulsive over
7: recovered. Thank you all. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We, re- we realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got.